ousted Luckin Coffee co-founder attempts a comeback with new coffee brand. Charles Liu, former chairman and co-founder of the Chinese coffee chain Luckin Coffee, is reportedly planning to launch a new coffee brand in China called Cotti Coffee. The name Cotti comes from the Italian biscuit biscotti, which is commonly eaten as a coffee accompaniment. The brand is said to be an extension of the coffee concept. Lu is a talented marketer and has wealthy backers, but had his reputation in the U.S. at least severely tarnished during the scandal at Luckin, for which some blamed Lu. If Lu was not complicit as chairman of Luckin during the time when the massive fraud took place, he could reasonably be accused of being negligent. But while there's no love lost in the U.S. for Lu, he still has the support of his network of wealthy contacts in China. Chinese media company TechPlanet obtained documents from Cadi Coffee dated August 2022, which indicate that the company has a registered capital of $100 million and a core management team comprised of former executives from Luckin Coffee and Chinese car rental companies Ucar and Car Inc., in which Liu has shares. The Tianjin-based company will have two store formats, a small 50-square-meter unit similar to Luckin's pickup kiosks, and a larger outlet of up to 200 square meters for customers who prefer an in-store experience. The main distinction between Cadi Coffee and other coffee brands is that it will focus on full-service dining. Customers can get coffee and biscottis in the morning, meals at noon, snacks in the afternoon, and drinks in the evening. Lu hopes Cadi Coffee will be able to capitalize on China's growing coffee scene. Coffee culture is rapidly gaining traction in the country, with local coffee chains expanding to take a bigger market share from Luckin and U.S. coffee chain Starbucks, which plans to open 6,000 outlets in the country by the end of 2022. According to a report by Chinese monitoring and research company II Media, the coffee industry is expected to continue growing at a rate of 27.2%, and the Chinese market will reach 1 trillion yuan, 145 billion US dollars, in 2025. After fabricated sales of up to 340 million dollars were discovered in April 2020, Liu was ousted from Luckin Coffee. In May 2020, the company replaced its senior management team and was delisted from the Nasdaq in June of the same year. Over the past few months, Luckin Coffee has recovered, surpassing 7,100 stores in its home market in August 2022 and reporting second-quarter solid revenues of $493 million. Lou's first venture after leaving Luckin Coffee was in August 2021, when he opened Choshomian, a noodle restaurant. The company used the same ordering and delivery processes as Luckin Coffee. He said that Choshomian would try to replicate Luckin's rapid growth across China. However, after only three months of operations, the company's expansion was halted. Shortly after the stint, Liu introduced the catering-related A-Byte workshop startup project. A few months later, reports of store closures started to surface, and the project has since been abandoned. Starbucks' new CEO is a safe choice. Laxman Nursingham has been named the new CEO of Starbucks. A former longtime employee of the consulting firm McKinsey, and later an employee of Pepsi, where he helped close a distribution deal with Starbucks, Mr. Nursingham has a track record you can count on. His recent role in the turnaround of RecKit, the British disinfectant manufacturer, has shown that he can lead with smart decisions.
Redkit, based in Slough, UK, was a company in decline three years ago. Nursinghome gave the company new goals and a new focus, and streamlined its struggling Chinese business, which seems prescient given the current climate. I wonder what he will make of Starbucks' Chinese business, which has not performed well recently. In Britain, there is a joke about Slough. What's the best way to see Slough someone asks? In the rearview mirror, comes the reply. So Mr. Nursingham is leaving Slough in the rearview mirror to return to the US, where his family lives, and will take charge of a company whose direction has already been set by the ever-present Mr. Schultz. Lysol's share price fell 5% after the news, a sign of how much value the market saw in him. The question is whether Mr. Schultz and Mr. Nursingham agree on strategy, and what happens if Mr. Nursingham decides that the company should go in a different direction. I am sure the issue of having a free hand was raised in one of the Zoom calls, before Mr. Nursingham took the job. At one point, the Wall Street Journal reports, Nursingham had to interrupt the conversation because his mother, with whom he lived while in the UK, wanted him to take out the rubbish. There is something very down-to-earth about that, and I suspect it is a character trait that the avuncular Mr. Schultz appreciates. The Press Release Starbucks today announced that Laxman Nurasimhan will become the company's next chief executive officer, and a member of the Starbucks board of directors. Nurasimhan will join Starbucks as incoming CEO on October 1, 2022, after relocating from London to the Seattle area, and will work closely with Howard Schultz, interim CEO, before assuming the CEO role and joining the board on April 1, 2023. Nurasimhan brings nearly 30 years of experience leading and advising global consumer-facing brands. Known for his considerable operational expertise, he has a proven track record in developing purpose-led brands. Building on companies' histories, he has succeeded in rallying talent to deliver on future ambitions, by driving consumer-centric and digital innovations. Most recently, he served as chief executive officer of Reckitt, a FTSE 12-listed multinational consumer health hygiene and nutrition company, where he led the company through a major strategic transformation and a return to sustainable growth. Laxman is an inspiring leader. His deep, hands-on experience driving strategic transformations at global consumer-facing businesses makes him the ideal choice to accelerate Starbucks growth and capture the opportunities ahead of us. His understanding of our culture and values, coupled with his expertise as a brand builder, innovation champion, and operational leader, will be true differentiators, as we position Starbucks for the next 50 years, generating value for all our stakeholders. On behalf of the entire board, I am thrilled to welcome Laxman as Starbucks' next CEO, said Melody Hobson, independent Starbucks Board of Directors Chair. During the transition period, Nura Simon will be fully immersed in the company, spending time with Schultz and the management team, partners, and customers, and gaining in-depth exposure to the brand, company culture, and reinvention plan. This will initially include Starbucks store immersions, visiting manufacturing plants and coffee farms, connecting with partners around the globe, as well as Starbucks long-term business partners. Schultz will remain in the role of interim CEO during this transition period, following which, he will continue as a member of the Starbucks Board of Directors. He will remain closely involved with the company's reinvention and act as an ongoing advisor to Nura Simon. When I learned about Laxman's desire to relocate, it became apparent that he is the right leader to take Starbucks into its next chapter. He is uniquely positioned to shape this work and lead the company forward with his partner-centered approach, 
and demonstrated track record of building capabilities and driving growth in both mature and emerging markets. As I have had the opportunity to get to know him, it has become clear that he shares our passion of investing in humanity and in our commitment to our partners, customers, and communities. The perspectives he brings will be a strong asset as we build on our heritage in this new era of greater well-being. I greatly look forward to our partnership over the coming months and years, said Howard Schultz, interim CEO, Starbucks. Starbucks' commitment to uplift humanity through connection and compassion has long distinguished the company, building an unrivaled, globally admired brand that has transformed the way we connect over coffee. I am humbled to be joining this iconic company at such a pivotal time, as the reinvention and investments in the partner and customer experiences position us to meet the changing demands we face today and set us up for an even stronger future, said Nurasimhan. I look forward to working closely with Howard, the board, and the entire leadership team, and to listening and learning from Starbucks partners, as we collectively build on this work, to lead the company into its next chapter of growth and impact. Previously, Nurasimhan held various leadership roles at PepsiCo, including as Global Chief Commercial Officer, where he was responsible for the company's long-term strategy and digital capabilities. He also served as CEO of the company's Latin America, Europe, and Sub-Saharan Africa operations, and previously as the CEO of PepsiCo Latin America and the CFO of PepsiCo Americas Foods. Prior to PepsiCo, Nurasimhan was a senior partner at McKinsey & Company, where he focused on its consumer, retail, and technology practices in the US, Asia and India, and led the firm's thinking on the future of retail. Nurasimhan is also a trustee of the Brookings Institution, a member of the Council on Foreign Relations, served as a member of the UK Prime Minister's Build Back Better Council, and is a member of Verizon's Board of Directors. He holds a degree in mechanical engineering from the College of Engineering, University of Pune, India. He has an MA in German and International Studies from the Lauder Institute at the University of Pennsylvania, and an MBA in Finance from the Wharton School of the University of Pennsylvania. Zeta teams up with Nespresso to upcycle coffee into shoes. Zeta, a zero-waste leather manufacturer from Portugal, has teamed up with Nespresso to design a sneaker collection made from recycled coffee grounds. Founded in September 2020, the fashion startup was initially a footwear company focused on trainers made from recycled paper and organic grape waste. After receiving a message on LinkedIn in January 2021, from Guillaume Leconf, CEO of Nespresso, asking, what about coffee? Law Babin, CEO of Zeta, realized that there was no coffee leather on the market, and was inspired to develop a new coffee material that could be made into trainers. Although Nestlé, Nespresso's parent company, receives much criticism for its subpar performance in the sustainability area, the company still places sustainability at the center of its business practices. Aligned with its goals, Nespresso found a business partner in Zeta, which can reuse the coffee grounds it receives through its capsule return policy. Zeta's limited-edition reground line of coffee sneakers is made of 80% recycled and repurposed materials. According to the company, each pair of shoes from the sneakers collection contains 12 espressos worth of recycled Nespresso coffee grounds, combined with vegan leather in the upper parts of the shoes, as well as the soles. This is also apparent in the design itself, as all the brown details of the shoe contain coffee. The soles have a speckled effect that comes from particles of recycled rubber and coffee grounds, says Babin. 
To stay true to its sustainability goals, Zeta sells its shoes only in Europe, rejecting and avoiding carbon footprint by sending the shoes across the ocean. The shoes are produced in a manufacturing facility in Portugal, where coffee grounds are separated from aluminium capsules. We can no longer only use sustainable materials or natural resources. We have an abundance of waste we can use. The idea was to give another life to waste, and create a new product combining innovation, aestheticism, and durability, said Law Babin, CEO, Zeta. The beginnings were challenging, according to Babin, as they didn't know how to make leather from coffee grounds. The company set out on its quest to locate vendors who could work on the research and development necessary to produce vegan leather made from coffee. Zeta found Tintex Textiles, a leader in the innovative textile market in Portugal. Babin said that Tintex boarded the project happily, and after eight months of testing, research, and development, Tintex created a coffee material that could be processed into trainers, said Babin. Nespresso is not the only international company eyeing coffee leather, as a worthy substitute for real leather. Volkswagen Group has recently announced that it would be working on the next generation of ecological materials for vehicle interiors. The automotive manufacturer stated that it is already researching coffee as an alternative to leather, and whether it meets the company's quality criteria. Coffee Shop Innovation Expo this 19th and the 20th of October. This article was provided to Bar Talks by the event organizers. The Coffee Shop Innovation Expo makes its much-anticipated return to London's Excel on 19th and the 20th of October, forming the ultimate event to help you boost your profits, build your brand, and grow your business. Coffee culture is only booming, wouldn't you want to discover the latest trends and innovations that will help your business develop? Don't miss this opportunity for you to become the enviable competition. The Coffee Shop Innovation Expo welcomes all fellow business owners and coffee fanatics into an exciting hub of endless benefits, including an inspiring keynote speaker lineup, engaging exhibitors, and thousands of like-minded professionals. Immerse yourself in this valuable platform of opportunity, and network with experts and entrepreneurs from the industry. Wouldn't you want to hear from the likes of some of the biggest coffee businesses out there? The event will give 4,000 industry-defining leaders access to 250 exhibitors and their plethora of innovative products, ideas, and strategies, 150 inspirational seminars, panel debates, innovation awards, networking opportunities and much more. Europe's leading event for coffee shop owners is also running alongside five other industry-leading events, collectively forming FES 22, the biggest business growth event dedicated to the world of food and drink. Exploring other events will allow you to broaden your network and diversify your business in the exciting and dynamic world of food and drink. And to make it even better, tickets are completely free. So what are you waiting for? Join us at Europe's leading event for coffee shop business owners and get your free ticket now. See you on the 19th and the 20th of October 2022. IKEA recalls 7,500 mocha pots. IKEA has recently recalled 7,500 units of the Metalisk mocha pots that it has been selling for $20 each, after it received several reports of the coffee makers exploding while in use. The explosions led to several injuries, including burns, scald injuries, and hearing damage. In its announcement, 
IKEA urged those who bought Metalisk Mocha Pots to immediately stop use and return it to any IKEA store for a full refund or by mail using a prepaid label. Proof of purchase, receipt, is not required. In the US, IKEA sold around 2,100 Metalisk Espresso Makers, available for purchase between September 2020 and January 2022. More than 5,000 units were also sold in Canada, while 200 were sold in Mexico. The recall specifically affected IKEA Metalisk Espresso Makers, that feature a stainless steel safety valve. Each of these mocha pots is marked with a date stamp from 2040 to 2204 in the YYWW format, indicating the year and week of manufacturing. The date stamp is located at the bottom of the mocha pot, along with the IKEA logo. IKEA's recall is aimed at the Metalisk mocha pots sold in Canada, the USA, and Mexico. Official recall announcements can be read on the websites of appropriate bodies in charge of product safety. IKEA stated regret over the incident and has already publicly apologized. The company also thanked the owners of the faulty mocha pots for their cooperation. In June 2022, IKEA also recalled its Metalisk espresso maker in Southeast Asian countries, including Singapore, Malaysia, Indonesia and Thailand, due to an increased risk of the product bursting when it is used. The affected espresso makers have date stamps between 2040 and 2204, and stainless safety valves, which are silver or gray. Named after the Yemeni city of Mocha, the Mocha Pot is a stovetop or electric coffee maker that brews coffee by passing boiling water, pressurized by steam, through ground coffee. It was created by Italian engineer Alfonso Bialetti in 1933 and was soon recognized as an integral part of Italian culture. NKG releases 2022 Sustainability Report NKG released their Sustainability Report for 2022, in which they want to provide an insight into their responsible business program and demonstrate which milestones they have achieved. The company states that every approach to sustainability in any business must begin with the economic viability and shared responsibility in overarching topics. They identify the three pillars of their responsible business program, RBP, as innovation, partnerships, and communication. Sustainability benefits from different perspectives, skills, and joint forces. Holistic and transparent communication should be at the core of any sustainability strategy. NKG established its learning management system, NKG Learning in 2020. The internal platform is open to all NKG employees who have a computer workspace. A major milestone achieved in the course of the last year is the adaptation of the group-wide data collection of sustainability KPIs across 25 countries. NKG colleagues worldwide have successfully collaborated in this process, ensuring a common ground for the responsible business program and a baseline for future improvement. Based on this data, NKG also calculated its corporate carbon footprint, including scope 1, 2, and 3 emissions, which represents one of the focus topics of the report. Responsible conduct and sustainability have always been integral to the work of Newman Cafe Group, NKG. In 2020, the NKG Board of Management initiated a strategy revision process to further develop NKG's sustainability approach. The outcome of this process is the NKG Responsible Business Program, which reaffirms the long-standing commitment 
and defines sustainability objectives for the future. The NKG Sustainability Report 2022, released on September 1, 2022, gives insights into the Responsible Business Programme, and shows where NKG stands and is heading to in the future. The report is now available online. Additionally, NKG has recently developed two new supply chain programmes, to increase traceability and compliance along the coffee supply chain, NKG Verified and NKG Supply Chain Integrity Program, NKG SCIP. While NKG Verified offers customers traceable coffees that meet their own key sustainability criteria, NKG SCIP is a program implemented to collaborate with business partners worldwide and to set effective measures for the protection of human rights along the coffee supply chain. Overall, the report covers developments in all four focus areas and the nine strategic objectives defined in the Responsible Business Programme. Knowing that there is yet a long way to go on the way to an equitable and sustainable coffee industry, we are yet proud of the progress we have made. Of course, all of this has only been possible due to the active participation of our colleagues worldwide, for which I would like to express my sincere thanks. We are looking forward to any and all constructive feedback to make us better, said David M. Newman, CEO, NKG.